If you want to be successful, there's one non-negotiable thing you need to accept. Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're continuing a conversation I started yesterday. It turned it, I almost went into this long sort of tangential thought that I was able to curve myself from and decide to make its own episode. Because when we're talking about in yesterday's episode, we talked about how do you say yes fearlessly, and we tackled fears. And one of the things that came to mind when I was talking to you guys yesterday was about the fear of success and the nervousness that comes with success. And one of the things that I've been observing in my client conversations and the work that I've been doing with people one-on-one is that a lot of times, because people are nervous or unsure, or don't know what's going to happen to them on the other side of success, they stay still. They don't go bigger. They don't put themselves out there any more than they've already done. They don't try to come up with a new product or a new offering. They kind of do as they've always done, so they'll get what they've always gotten. Because I think internally, when we think about what else could exist, if we wonder and worry about what it means to go for more, to ask for more, to work for more, to want more, it just sometimes, maybe not even in like lightning bolt style, but in just regular everyday style, can give us a moment of pause to say, I don't know about that. I'm not so sure. Uh, yeah, that sounds good, but dot, 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 dot. And that worry takes shape. And yes, it's connected to the fear of saying yes. And if you listened to yesterday's episode, you know that the spoiler alert was that um, if you want to say yes fearlessly, um, there's no such thing sometimes. You have to say yes, even though you're afraid that everything you want comes on the other side of the fear. And I walked you through how to do it and how to take action and move through fear. And yesterday's episode, you just have to go one episode back if you want to find it. But an important part of this conversation, if we're going to look at the big picture, is to recognize that success equals change. As soon as we become successful, something, either big or small, and our life is going to change. Our time is going to become different. People's expectations of us are going to be different. What we're expecting of ourselves sometimes can shift. It can challenge us to relook at and re-examine our values and our priorities, what we've made important to us. It forces us to look at how we spend our time and decide what we're doing is valuable or how valuable it really is if we're going to make a shift or a pivot or a change somehow because the non-negotiable thing that comes with success is change. We're going to change and our lives are going to change. People's perceptions of us are going to change. Our perceptions of ourselves are going to change. And sometimes because we don't know where success can take us and sometimes because we hear 
all the tales, right, of people who weren't ready for success. So it kind of came and bit them on the butt, or we watch people kind of lose their minds once they get um, a little bit of success under their belt, if they're making more money or getting recognized more or getting more acclaim or their opinion is being asked of them more. It can cause a little bit of unrest when we don't know what's going to happen next. So safety and predictability become our safety zone and our comfort zone and our security blanket. We don't know what's on the other side of doing well, of doing our best and getting everything we want. We don't know um, how people will respond to us, whether or not they'll like us, whether we'll still like ourselves. So we tend to play small. But it is non-negotiable that if you want to be successful, you have to accept that change is a part of the process. And, you know, here's the thing about change. And, you know, <laughs> it's probably like such an old cliche, but I, I certainly, <laughs> I have certainly many therapy clients who will like roll their eyes if they're listening to this and hearing me say this one more time. They probably thought they were done hearing about it when I closed my business and moved on to the new one. But the darndest thing about change is it happens whether we want it to or not that we can stand still and it will still happen. So if we know that, why not go after being successful? Why not go after the brass ring? Why not dare to want more, to go for more and to work for more? Because once we make the choice to go after success, we're choosing to change. We're choosing to welcome and confront and manage the change that will happen to our lives and we get ourselves ready for it and we gear up for it and we get ourselves, as you've heard me say a lot this week, in the driver's seat of our car for the life and the businesses we want to run and the way we want to be living our lives. Once we do that, we get to decide how change happens. You heard me talk on yesterday's show too, and so it's also today's show because I'm pre-recording episodes that one of the things that I did as I changed my work schedule for the week and I'm recording podcasts on a Sunday to get ahead of my task list, to get ahead of the things I need to get done because a lot is being asked of me personally, um, you know, for my schedule, but also professionally. I have a lot of different client appointments and meetings to sort of juggle. So it seemed really easy to knock off something that doesn't involve anybody other than myself off the list on a Sunday because it shifts and moves the way I move through the world if I can get that monkey off my back. So that's the thing. Like if life gets busier as it is for me right now and work is getting busier as it is for me, I then get to decide what that looks like. But when I don't take an active role in making that decision, then suddenly it becomes the thing that happens to me and I lose sight of it. But instead, if we can get ahead of it, then we get to prepare ourselves and the people who are close to us for, you know, whatever's going to come next. So, for example, right now on the other side of my closet in my living room, my husband is watching um, his TV. Um, <laughs> he, he calls it our TV, but it really is his TV. And he's getting some sports watching in. 
um, while I'm recording the podcast. And I said to him, hey, listen, I just have to go and record a few shows. I want to get the monkey off my back. I'll be back in a couple of hours, but I just want to get this done. So I was able to have the conversation. I didn't just disappear from couple time. I didn't just break our routine and our schedule for the weekend without including him in it. I had the conversation. And I've had that conversation at other times and points in my career when more attention was going to be coming when people might be more reactive. Um, I shared a very personal story at one point in time on the podcast that I thought if friends or family got wind of, they might be talking to him. So I said, hey, listen, I, you know, shared a meaningful story. My guess is you might get wind of it in some way, you know, shape, form or another. So I just wanted you to know. But anytime we perceive something happening, we get to have control over how it happens. We can talk to people about it. We can make room in our schedule for it. We can decide how we need it to happen, when it needs to happen. We get to drive it so it's not so scary. So it feels more in our control and that we are controlling the pacing of it. And when we do that, we get to experience the reward of success, of our hard work coming to action, coming to fruition, of us meeting our own needs. We are tuning into our capability by being capable people. But so often, and nobody really wants to talk about this because success is the brass ring. Success and the money and the income is the thing we all say we want. Nobody wants to acknowledge that for some people, the fear of success is incredibly it's it's incredibly compelling. It's it, it grips us because it it comes with expectation. It comes with story. And for me, the analogy I always make, and you probably have heard me talk about this on the show a time or two. But when I was a brick and mortar therapist, one of the things that like almost like clockwork, if I had been working with someone who was intensely depressed, tensely sort of agitated for any amount of time, and suddenly the techniques and the strategies we were working on were starting to gel, were starting to work and take shape and life was was getting easier for them, they would come into the office pissed at me, angry, agitated, unnerved with me because suddenly they had something to lose. Being depressed and being anxious and being sad and being scared was their MO. They were used to it. It was predictable. It was normal. They could wrap themselves in it in a blanket. And suddenly, a little bit of happiness, that taste of things being better, that opportunity for things to be just a bit easier, they see how green the grass was on the other side, and then they stand to lose it. And when you get used to it being kind of gray and you suddenly see the sunny days and the sunny side of the street, then you stand to lose something if you relapse, if it doesn't last, if you don't get to hold on to it. And for some people, that's what gets tied to that fear of success, that I'm going to taste it. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to see what's capable in my life. I'm going to be able to provide for my family on a different level. I'm going to be able to provide for myself. I'm going to be able to see and feel and experience what it's like to do my absolute best, to show up for the life I want and the business I want, and then I could fail all over again. And if I'm successful again and I fail, then everybody will see and everybody will know. 
and it won't get to be my little secret anymore. And that's true. I can't even tell you that's not true because that is what happens. We see it all the time in the news. We see one hit wonders on our radio station. They have a hit song and then we never hear from them again. We read books and there are these awesome books by people and then the follow-up book totally blows or actors who have a hit movie and then they bomb. Like it just happens. But it's also sometimes the cost of doing business. It doesn't have to have a heavy weight to it. But yes, being successful doesn't guarantee that that's a permanent situation, that you're going to risk failure again, and you're going to risk failure after you've experienced all the joy and all the excitement that comes with success. It gets messy. It's hard to hold. It's hard to, to sit with sometimes. But not going for it usually isn't working for people. Because if it is, those people are usually not listening to this show because they're good with where they're at. They don't have a mindset problem. They're accepting the status quo. They're good with it and they're fine. So why would they be listening to a mindset show? If you're listening to this and you're finding yourself in the status quo and staying still and not really moving, then I want you to look at whether or not this, this idea that you're afraid of success that you're nervous about the expectations that come or your ability to deliver because you're capable of this much of what's gotten you to this point. What if like you're only capable of this much and you're not capable of anything more? Those stories oftentimes can take root and they can start to, to nest within ourselves and they get bigger and there's, you know, more examples get added to the story. So um, actually, I don't like that word nest. I just use that. I think a better word is like a snowball. Like if, and I'm speaking of snowballs from Southern California, but if you like, you think about a snowball, right? Like you start with a little bit of lump and that as you're gathering it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So if the root of this is I'm not capable, this, you know, this is going to mean bad things for my family. I'm not going to be able to show up for my kids. This is going to affect my marriage. Somebody's going to have an issue, whatever, you know, your, you can fill in the blank with whatever your particular worry is, you're just going to start to collect examples for proof positive of why that's the case. My challenge for you is to start owning the idea that more success, that a bigger goal, that more, the ability to make a greater impact and um, in doing so make a higher income is something that's possible for you and that you get to control it. And if you use that same snowball analogy, you get to collect examples of proof positive of how that's happened how it's worked for you and what you're capable of and what is possible for you, your life and your business. But if you don't take an active role, it goes back to a couple episodes ago when I was talking to you about the idea that like what is happening to you is not personal. It's just happening. And if we make all of these stories about us and we take it personal and we make it about us, we never move. We never step into the life we want or the businesses we want. We just stay still. And that's when things happen to us. That's when change happens that we don't particularly want, that we don't necessarily expect, and that catches us off guard because it catches us not looking, not being mindful 
and not being intentional. If you're looking at the numbers and you're looking for more success and you haven't found it, the other day I talked to you about the idea that that might mean a mindset problem and I stand by that. Perhaps one of the mindset problems you're sitting with is a very real fear of success. But if you want it, you have to recognize that things are going to change. But you can't forget or pretend that you don't have some control in that. We can't predict everything. I'm sure that there's like, you know, people who've had those one hit wonder songs and never expected that they were going to get to a point where they couldn't walk into a target without being mobbed by people or an actor who suddenly becomes recognizable, you know, can't sit through a meal at a restaurant with someone without somebody coming up and trying to take a picture or doing one of those sneaky selfies with their arms. I saw this the other day, like they were clearly like trying like with an extended arm, somebody was trying to get like the, you know, person in the picture without the person in the picture knowing that, which is, you know, PS, super obvious. But it's that idea that, um, you know, you're not going to give your power away. You still get to decide what you want your life to be like and what you want your business to be like. And you still get to decide who and how you're going to be as a more successful person, how you're going to use your money, how you're going to take advantage of the impact you can make, how you are going to move through the world can be a conscious choice. But it doesn't happen if you just stay still, if you don't look at it and you don't get intentional about it. So that's my challenge for you today, to start deciding and choosing success and choosing how you're going to be and how you're going to move through the world as a successful person when it finds you. Thanks so much for today. Um, we've had a long string of episodes at this point of me sort of prattling about to you, and that's because I'm staring at an empty inbox. So if you have questions that you would like my two cents on for your life or your business, anything goes, I'll answer anything. Find me over at Heather at choosetohaveitall.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.